The following is a presentation of Embassy Media and Marshall Davis Ministries. Welcome, welcome in. We hope everyone had a great holiday and continue to have, continue to have a great holiday season as we go into the month of December. This is Financial Fridays, as always, presented to you by Marshall Davis Ministries. And alongside me this evening, once again, is Elder Alonzo Hinton, our financial guru right here on Financial Fridays. And we have a special guest this evening. It's going to be none other than Kirk Gregory Jr. We look forward to having him shortly. What we want to remind each and every one of you is that you can go and see all of our archive shows from Financial Fridays on the Facebook page of Apostle Marshall Davis and also the Facebook page of Chicagoland Christian Center. And we have welcomed to the streaming family for Financial Fridays this weekend. You can also follow Apostle on his Periscope page at WordMD, that's WordMD, and it is the same thing, the same follow on Twitter at WordMD because we are streaming live on both platforms beginning tonight. You will be able to follow Financial Fridays on both of those platforms as well moving into the future. We thank God for that. We thank you all for our listenership. We thank you guys for being logged in and, and tagging in with, uh, with us each and every week. We thank you for your questions. If you have any questions for either Elder Alonzo Hinton or our special guest on tonight, go ahead and put that in the comments right before, right under the video that you're watching and we will get to you as soon as we can within the broadcast tonight. We thank you so much. And without a further ado, I turn this over to the financial guru for Marshall Davis Ministries and Financial Fridays, none other than Elder Alonzo Hinton. My brother, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a belated Thanksgiving. Thank Good you, sir. Peace. Thank you, sir. The same to you and your family. Yes, Get sir. Get started. Yes, sir. I'm really excited today. Thank you, guys, everybody, for who's tuning in today. Uh, I'm really excited because this is our first guest for Financial Fridays. I know this person personally. I've dealt with him business-wise, so I'm excited to bring him on and present options for you guys. So make sure you take a, a listen, take notes if you have to, and he's going to give you his contact information when he's ready. And also, if you have any questions today, let's make sure that you ask him, as Pastor Sean said, that you place them in the comment section so we can get them to our guests. Our guest today is a, a, a life insurance agent for Country Financial, none other than Kirk Gregory Jr. How you doing today, Kirk? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? Good, good, good to see you, sir. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, man, it was wonderful. Uh, I'm still stuck. Yeah, me too. Me too. How about yourself? Uh, I ate way too much. I was trying to relax today. Uh, I made a caramel cake, and it was too good. I, my skills. i attic on here for some reason. You got... I'm getting some static on my ears for some reason. It's kind of hard to hear you. It's hard to hear me. Let me see if I can turn it up. Is it's that better? Yep. That's better. Okay. Yep. Fantastic. So let's go ahead and get Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? The first thing we're going to do is have you tell, uh, tell us about your background, where you're from, where you went to school, major influences in your life. Okay. Uh, well, I grew up on the south side of Chicago. Uh, in the Morgan Park area, uh, a lot of people may know it as the Wild Hundreds or whatever the case may be. Uh, you graduated Morgan Park? Yep, Morgan Park High School in 20, 2012. My producer um, went to Morgan Park, so y'all, y'all, uh, I know he happy about that. <laughs> right, right, right. I didn't know that. Okay. And yes, then uh, 
I graduated from Northern Illinois University in 2017. Okay. Um, shout out to all my alumni that's out there listening today from Morgan Park High School and Northern Illinois University. Um, when I was in school, I majored in communication with a minor in business. And um, the other question you said was, who was my influence, right? Major influences. Um, man, my major influence was my father, who right. also um, is a country financial agent. been doing for some time, about 12, 13 years now. Okay. So tell me about your relationship with your father. That seems to have a pretty big impact on your life. Uh, yeah. You know, growing up, I didn't really appreciate it. My father mm -hmm. was always the one I thought was really tough on me. Uh, mm -hmm. He was a very stern man. Um, but he always kept me involved. I was uh, always in football. He was my baseball coach for about five to six years. Okay. Um, you know, if I got bad grades, he made sure I was up five, six o'clock in the morning before school studying. Okay. Um, when I... And I came home, he made sure, you know, my notes were, were speaking spam. He would check my notes. If I was, I had to sometimes carry all my books around with me, you know, because, you know, he's like, okay, you're not getting good grades. Wherever you go, you can have your homework with you. You know, right. I appreciate that then, honestly, but now I appreciate it now. Yeah, that's definitely a, a great, a great thing to hear. Sometimes we don't appreciate our fathers. I know I didn't appreciate mine the way I should have. Uh and definitely, it sounds like some similarities. I would walk in the house without a book, and he'd be like, you went to school today, right? How come you don't have any books with you? So <laughs> grades were definitely something that was important in our house, and I definitely appreciate the impact he had on our life. And it sounds like your father had the same type of impact in your life. So yes. uh, so your father is involved in sales. Is that why you you gravitated toward that area of sales? Yes, sir. Uh, so I'm 26 now. Um, okay. Had me... Be his assistant when I was 18. Okay. At that age, you know, you can't really grasp what your parents are trying to show you. Right. So kind of like blew it off. But right. throughout time, I say maybe about junior year in college, I realized it because at that time I was president of three different organizations on campus. Okay. Uh, parties, I was throwing events, I was running fundraisers, car shows, uh, basketball tournaments, the whole nine. And I was thinking like, okay. It's clicks now. Now, you know, if I'm a personal person, I can go back to my father's business and take over the book of business and expand it. Right. Uh, well, it didn't turn out that way exactly. Because when I got home, my dad was like, I'm only 45. I'm not nowhere near ready to retire. So go kick rocks and go build your own book of business. <laughs> so <Right>. that's what <laughs> I'm doing. <laughs> but yeah, so, my father. So it sounds like it sounds so. Explain this to me. So you you were at college, you were throwing different parties, you were involved in all these different organizations. Was it an intentional attempt to build your network or was it something that just happened naturally? And how did it proceed that way? Uh, it just happened naturally. I mean, naturally. Um, I really re realized it one day when me and my organization was trying to throw uh, an award ceremony to the, for the women on campus that had a big impact. And we were short. And so we came up with an idea of running, of having a uh, a donut fundraiser for Krispy Kreme donuts. And man, we sold those suckers uh, about a pack, a uh, single. It came to a point where during class, I was bringing the donuts to class with me, asking my teachers to buy donuts. I was going to the libraries, asking people that were standing. I was, of course, I was apologizing, you know, for disturbing their study, but I, we were just out there grinding. And me, yes, being president, I uh, was really, I wouldn't say hard, but I was a, a a firm leader where I made sure everybody pulled their own weight and I right. hope you were accountable. And okay. hey, now I can take this to the next level when I got to school. So it kind of happened naturally. 
Right. Okay. That sounds great because you you kind of doing the same things now. I saw on Facebook the other day where you were doing something at a nail salon. Explain to us uh, what you were doing and how that relates to your business. Um. So yeah. So it was manicure Mondays, what you saw, and basically what I do because manicure Mondays. Yes, sir. Manicure Monday. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, and I came up with the idea because um, the best way to get business is through referrals. Right. Right. So as an insurance agent. My father always told me, you know, you might want to target loan officers and real estate professionals because those are people that can refer you business. Those are clients that, first off, have decent credit because they can't buy a house without without with bad credit. Right. Money in the bank, and he like they'll they'll make your life easier. So I came up with the idea because of COVID. You know, everything kind of took a, a turn for a different direction. So what Medicare Mondays allows me to do is stay in front of my referral partner just to show them some appreciation because. Right. Uh, the real estate industry right now has been really hot and a lot of them have been, you know, working really hard. And sometimes mm -hmm. we all just need somewhere to go to just to unplug for a second, you know, and that's where Medicare Mondays come. And then, you know, of course, you know, uh, I provide them to some time to drink on a mimosa or some food or some fruit, but they just come to relax, enjoy some music, get a nice, you know, pedicure, manicure. And, uh, yeah, so that's how I came up with it. And it helps me get referrals for my business and keep um my referral part is happy and relaxed okay so were you paying for the manicures or was it a discount or you was just providing the mimosos what was going on there so i did talk to the owner of the uh El salon who happens to be right down the street from my office and i've started okay. to build a relationship over the years and i was telling my guys my idea if i never pulled the plug or never pu pulled the trigger on it so mm -hmm. i'm like hey you know what what can you work with me if i get five to ten people in here um, what could you work with? So they gave me a good discount for the manicures and pedicures. Okay. And then they were like, well, if you want to serve drinks, you are more than welcome to do that. Um, so I do pay for some of it. And then I have a referral partner or a loan officer help pay for it. Okay. You know, really, the target is real estate professionals, realtors. And then I have a loan officer come in. And that way, they can get in front of realtors to build their business as well. So you and had they, a partnership. Does that make sense? Yeah, I said, so you had a partnership with somebody to go forward yep. to help you with that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is Financial Fridays. It's promoted by Marshall Davis Ministries. What type of impact did the church have on your life or did it have any impact on your life? Oh, it had a lot of impact. I used to go to, go to church pretty regularly when my grandmother was around, God rest her soul, when I was growing up. And, um, you know, in the church, I learned a lot about, you know, forgiveness, caring, okay. uh, unconditional love. Okay. Um, and those things I think are very important, especially during times like now, you know, it's a lot of things going on out there. So the church helped me get a foundation right. for unconditional love and just care for others and being right. open. Okay. So I know that definitely translate to the insurance, uh, insurance business. So like I said, as I mentioned to my uh, audience that I know you personally, I've worked with you personally. That's why I have you on. So tell us why we should choose you as an insurance agent or why we should choose your products as opposed to choosing another agent or a different product. Um, for one, for the product reason, Country Financial rate number one in the world when it comes to homeowners insurance, according to J.D. Power, and number two in the world when it comes to auto insurance. And we're a financially A-plus a rated financial um, uh, organization. So we take care of our clients. We're not like the big red, big blue insurance company, where you see them all the time on commercials, sponsoring the uh, Super Bowls and, you know, all the big events. 
we spend our money with our clients, which allows us to be ranked number one when it comes to homeowners insurance, number two when it comes to auto insurance. So we don't spend our money on on uh, marketing, but we spend it with our clients, like you. Okay. For number two, personally, um, if you're my client, I think you as a family, right? And if you're a part of my family, I'm there for you, thick and thin. If you're a business owner, I'm one of your biggest ambassadors. I'm one of your biggest supporters. Um, I'm the guy that, you know, I'm just gonna call in and check and see how you and your family are doing. Check and see how they're doing. Um, and I try to be the best resource to my clients. Clients call me, hey, let's work on my roof. Okay, I, I can give you three roofers that I, you know, I think might be able to help you. I just choose which one you want. Or uh, I'm thinking about going on vacation. Hey, you have a farm bureau membership, but you use that as a discount to rent a car, get a hotel room. So I just really try to be a good resource and a problem solver to my clients. Okay. Sounds great. Sounds fantastic. So here's the here now here's the questions I want to get into. So take as much time as you need to okay. to explain this. So how can insurance leave me help me leave a financial legacy to my family? And like I said, be specific as possible. Take as long as you can. Okay. This is what we want to focus on this show financial legacies being financially responsible so talk about just not leaving something after you pass away but how can insurance help you even while you're here still alive okay um how it can help of course everyone knows that something happens to you that it will pay out but they never think about what that money actually does for that person that you left behind for instance um since we're all minorities is it okay that i be be honest with you all go ahead um, minorities, unfortunately, don't see the value in life insurance. And the reason being, I feel, because it's not a tangible item that you can touch or see. Um, but, for instance, I'll drop a picture. Everybody got a cousin that's put, like a Pookie and Ray Ray, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody has that in their family. Now, what if have a million-dollar policy for them? Okay? Now, of course, you're going to say, oh, they're going to blow a lot of the money in the clubs on days, you know, getting bottles, whatever the case may be. I understand they'll do that, but some of it actually is going to go. They don't think after a while, like, hey, they put some of this money to start my own business. Let me get another life insurance for my kids. Let me start investing into real estate. Let me start investing into stocks, which you all, I heard you all talk, briefly talking about earlier today. You're going to practically talk about it right. at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. So we don't really think about that at big picture. You know, we just think, oh, they're going to blow it off. Yeah, they're going to probably blow it off, but some of it, if not majority of it, it's actually going to do some good. And even if it doesn't, think about the experience they're going to have. You know what I'm saying? Even if they went on vacation with the money, that's still an experience that they're like, okay, you know what? I blew all this money. So let me get my stuff together so that, you know, I can have a lifestyle that I want. It's an eye-opener for them. That makes sense? Right. Yeah, because, it makes a lot of sense. Because, honestly, I feel that even though I sell home, I don't like commercial, life insurance is the most impactful and best product I can offer my people. Anybody. Right. Why is that? It's the I believe it's the answer to poverty. It's the it's the it can uplift the community as a whole and it gives opportunity. Kids can go to school, kids can start their own businesses, you can get and become investors. That they can do whatever they want. Okay. So when you talk about that, it's different type of insurance. It's, it's term insurance and then it's whole insurance. Am I saying that correctly? Yes. So there's two different okay. ones. Whole okay, life. So- all right. Okay, go ahead. So whole life is like owning your life policy and term is like renting your life policy. The reason okay. I say that is because whole life, you get to choose how long you're going to be paying for it. And once you get done paying for it, it's paid off. But 
when it's paid off, you're still insured. So that means, let's say, for instance, you wow. agree to pay it off in 20 years. After mm -hmm. 20 years, it'll be paid off free and clear. If you pass away 50 years after it's paid off, you're still insured. And what whole life does, it has two or three different mechanisms, depending on which one you want. Um, the best one is, of course, if something happens to you, you want to pay out. I'm going to be knocking on your door with a nice check for your family. Number two, the more and the longer you pay into your life policy, you put some of that money aside into an account where you can borrow from. Okay. Okay. And then we also put some of the money aside into the stock market and index funds that you can borrow from as well. So it's a growing policy. Even though it's paid off, you will still see it rise in value, which means more for you that you can borrow for from, which you can use to start your own business, invest, whatever the case may be. A lot of people don't know that a lot of the big companies like Walt Disney, McDonald's, Sears, a lot of those CEOs actually borrow from the, their life policy to either pay for their employees, which, uh, which um, McDonald's did, to start their own mm -hmm. business, Sears did. And even when they come into financial hardship, like Walt Disney did, and he borrowed from his life insurance policy. So a lot of people don't realize that. Okay. Now, for term, term, like so I said, is like rent. Before you go to term, let's stop right there. So withholding whole life insurance, one of the benefits is that, number one, after I pay off my period, I still have that for the remainder of my life. That's one benefit. Did I interpret that correctly? And then another benefit is that you can use it, use it potentially for capital. If you want to invest in your own business, if you want to invest in some type of uh, stocks or anything like that, or if you want to pay for your kids to go to school, you can do that also. Yes, sir. Yes, okay. sir. So that's a great reason. That sounds like a greater reason to get whole life insurance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then when you borrow from it, it's tax free. Wow. Okay. Which Fantastic. Okay. Um, so now, now, when we go to term? Uh, if you were done, you can move right ahead to term, sir. Okay. So, oh, you know what? With whole life, um, also, they looked at it as an asset. So, if you're going to buy a house, your loan officer might will ask you a question, do you have life insurance? If you have whole life insurance, they can look at how much money is cash accumulated side is, or that side that I said that we put to the side that you can borrow from, and then you can see that as an asset. Right. Which is huge. Yeah. Um, For term, like I said, it's like renting. So term, you get it for a certain amount of time that you choose. You can get it for 10, 15, 25, or 30 years. 30 years is the max. Um, and typically, what my clients do when they're buying a house, say, for instance, they have a, a mortgage for 30 years. And I know no one on here is planning on paying a mortgage over 30 years, right? right. So you would get a 30-year term. So just in case, if something happens to you while you're paying on your mortgage, it's paid off. So, for instance, if you have a family, you're the primary breadwinner, and you know if something happens to you, your wife, significant other, and your kids will not be able to pay the mortgage. They just won't. You know that. Right. You will have to get a 30-year term. So just in case that happens, the mortgage is paid off and then some. Now, Country Financial, we have a new rider for term this year that just came out, and it's called a return of premium. So what that means is if you outlive your policy, you get every dime you ever paid to us back. And that's either with term or whole. And a lot of people are taking advantage just because it has a saving mechanism. Wow, that's amazing. I want you to that's say that term. again. Well, you know, in the whole oh, life, you oh, have the yeah. index. So the term we have, it's a writer, it's called return of premium. 
So that means that if you outlive your term, you get every dime and penny you ever paid back. Wow. I have clients that in 30, 20 years, they're going to be getting 50, 100, $1,000 back. So you're not going to have two birds in one stone. Yeah. And again, I know a lot of us are minorities probably watching this. A lot of us have issues with saving. So if you have an issue with saving your money, please give me a call because you need life insurance. You can always have more. You can have more than enough. And it'll say, help you save some money. You want to save 50 bucks a month, $100 a month. You can do that with, okay. term, with our term life insurance policy. Okay. So somebody, you're you 26. You are you in the prime of your life, the beginning of your career, different things like that. I have yes, children sir. younger than you. What would you say? What If you were talking to them, what would you say to them? They You had a conversation with them. They said, man, I'm 22. I'm 21. I'm 23. I don't need life insurance. What's the conversation you would have with them? I would say, think about your future. Mm -hmm. um, with whole life, like I said, with the cash that you can borrow from an index fund, I always tell people my, my age or anybody that you can, this is set up a uh, private retirement fund because if you have a whole life policy, you don't touch, the, you don't borrow any money from it, Let's say, for instance, you have $300,000 in your bank by the time you turn 65 years of age in your whole life policy, I'm sorry, that you can borrow from. Mm -hmm. If you have $300,000 at the age of 65 years of age, you can do a lot with that. You can you pay sure off can. your mortgage. You can invest. You can go take a vacation, a mini vacation that you want. So right. I would say to somebody that you need it because you need to look for your future. Even if you don't get whole life and you're just looking to save 50 to 100 bucks a month, at the end of that 30-year term, you get a nice sum, lump sum of cash that you can use. And it's tax-free. So I would say, think about your future. And a lot of times, I know I'm even guilty of it, that, you know, you don't, you can't, we don't look that far ahead. We're looking just for... Right, right. And sometimes we got to slow ourselves down and really think. Because I know I move so fast sometimes. The people my age, I know they move fast or even faster. But we have to think about the future, especially if you care. Because if you don't have kids right now, don't have a wife, don't have a husband, you need to think about them in the future. Because if you plan on, you probably plan on having kids or having a significant other. So you want to have things in place now versus later. Because one of the main things with life insurance is you want to lock in those rates at a young age. Right. Meaning that if you're 22 years of age, and you lock in the, the rate at 22, 22 years of age that you're stuck at that rate. So it might stuck be $20 at, at age 22, but if you wait to get that same life insurance policy at the age of 42, it's going to be double or triple. Yes. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And I recently experienced that. I got a new policy. Um, and I, what else? Yep. Uh, um, if you want to, you future. That's really it. I will just tell anybody my age, just think about the future. Sometimes it can be kind of hard because they're like, yeah, I don't want to do that. I want to do something else. That's okay. But I had those conversations. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. So what would you say to a person, no matter the age? Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Mr. Henry's got a, a policy. Um, I forgot exactly what it was. But I believe you got a... Return or return, return or premium. 
I don't remember. I, I hope I got that one where you said I can borrow, get cash back at the end of the policy. I have to go look. There, Mr. Hinton? Yes, sir. Okay. I'm there. You can hear me? You kind of going in and out, but we're going to work it the best way we can. So what would you say to a person who says, I can't afford insurance right now? Talk to me about how you can make it affordable, if possible, if you can make it affordable for somebody. I didn't hear that. Last OK, so what would you say to a person who says, I can't afford insurance right now? Do you work with people to try to make insurance affordable? Looks like our guests. We lost our guest for a second. Can you hear me now, sir? Yeah, Elder Alonzo, I think he his signal or something is uh interrupting flow. We'll try to let him reestablish. Maybe he can log in back to the uh, link and reestablish a connection. But what he was talking about as far as the legacy, the difference between whole and term, and people not understanding that it's viewed as an asset, especially when people are looking at your portfolio or they're looking at you know, your books and connected with your credit when you're trying to make a purchase, whether it's real estate, first time home buyer, things yeah. of that nature. Some very beneficial information that I guess Kirk Gregory Jr. was given. It was some great information. And I think that if here on Financial Friday, we always talk about ways to improve your financial health. And that's definitely something that we can look at. A lot of times, I know when I was in my 20s, even in my 30s, you know, I saw life insurance as a as a liability because it was coming out and I really didn't realize what the benefits were. And here we have this man on here talking about that. You can pay on it. You can use it potentially. One of the things we always talk about is I don't have for whatever reason. I need to get access to capital. I need to get access to capital. And this is a way where you're paying on something every month and potentially 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the line. You want to open that business. You want to pay for your kids to go to school. You want to do all these different things. You have capital laid up if you pay that 50. You know, if you're a certain age, you'll be paying less, probably less than $100 a month. Yeah. That insurance. So that's something that you can have laid and stored up. So it's definitely something that we need to consider as a possibility. And it doesn't have to be, you know, I have a wife and I have kids. It can be single. And I'm looking at this as an investment down the line. So we definitely need to realign our thinking and sit down with somebody like Kirk Gregory to find out how uh, we can, the different options we have for life insurance or different types of insurances. Yeah, I can tell you from firsthand experience, being blessed enough, we talk about leaving a legacy and a lot of us don't have capital yes. to be able to leave to our families. And what are the yeah. things we can leave is insurance. He talked about the payout. But there are some other things. I was fortunate not even knowing that, you know, when I got married on my wedding day, my gift was my insurance policy. Right. My gift was my insurance policy that had matured and I had the opportunity to either cash out or to let it sit because my parents told me that they would continue to pay for it and I could just let it mature and sit. So you have a blessing like that. That inspired me as soon as my daughter was born. She's right. got a policy as right. soon as she was born. And now, you know, looking forward when she's married, that'll be one of her gifts as well. So that's just a legacy. We might not have the capital to pass down, but these are the things that we can pass down from generation to generation to begin to establish the wealth and the generational wealth 
that needs to be in our community. So we, I think we have our guests back. We're going to try and reestablish with Kirk Gregory Jr. right here. Okay. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Sorry about that. I guess I'm having some tech. That's okay. We difficulties though. Yeah, that's okay. We all we we're gonna try to get to these last two questions. You definitely provide some great information. But before we move on to this question, can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. So before we move on to the your next question, our next questions, why don't you give them your contact information just in case we lose you again? All right. Seems like can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. So, Pastor Sean, I think we probably might need to disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like he's having some type of difficulty uh, hearing us. Right. We can hear him. But, you know, I want to go ahead and just get back to establishing that legacy. Mm -hmm. And um, it's really a blessing, you know, because a lot of times you talked about in the question you asked, Kurt Gregory, before we had the technical difficulties, is why do people seem to think that they can't buy insurance, right? Mm -hmm. And they look at it from a monthly standpoint. I think one of the things people need to understand is that insurance is just like anything else. You can start low. You can start low. You can start low. You yep. don't have to come in the gate with 250000 or half a million. You can start off with 50000 You can start off with 10000 whatever fits your budget. And then if you want to go in years down the line and increase the amount, exactly. you can do so. You know. Exactly. And as he said, if you borrow on that, you know, it's viewed as an asset and also is non-taxable. It's not so many advantages. Yes, sir. Being able to use insurance for it to bless your life. And along with what I said before, it is a way and a route to get to generational wealth. It definitely is a way and a route to get to generational wealth. And even before you get to that, just if something happens and the stress that you take off your family for knowing that they don't have to worry about that financial part, you know, that that's taken care of. Yeah. The stress you take away from not just your direct family, but from your siblings where they don't have to pass the plate to make sure that you can get married. You know, we need to definitely think about things like that. And I know those are tough conversations and we really, you know, don't want to deal with that. But that's the reality that we talk about. When we talk about leaving a financial legacy, uh, making sure that we're taking care of those things, not just investment, not just money management, yeah. not just savings, but also insurance. And like you said, and like uh, Mr. Gregory said, it's a way to tap into generational wealth where we help our children and our children's children to get ahead. Uh, that they, when they 18, 21, 25, they already have a policy that they can either continue at that low rate mm -hmm. or that they can cash out right there and go into business, have capital to go into business and work for themselves and not, you know, uh, be have to work for somebody, but they have that option to work for themselves. All so, right, I think Mr. Gregory is ready to rejoin us. Let's bring him back in. Yes, sir. Mr. Gregory, are you with us? Well, like so I'm, just, I'm gonna just put his email address out there. If anybody wants to contact him, it's Kirk K I R K dot 
Gregory, G-R-E-G-O-R-Y dot junior mm -hmm. at countryfinancial.com. Kirk dot Gregory dot junior at countryfinancial.com. Uh, hopefully we can put it in the comments. So if you need to, we can go out there. You can just go out there and click it. But if not, Kirk dot Gregory dot junior at countryfinancial.com. All right. So we're going to. We have a question for him. I wish he could yes, answer it, but I'm just throw it out there to you. If, if your whole life benefits can only pay off half of your mortgage balance, do you think it would be feasible to use it for that? Yeah, I think that's definitely a question you need to reach out to him and ask him because that's his area of expertise. I'm trying to figure out, are they saying pay it off right now or are they using it after they pass on? They're trying to use their benefits to pay off their mortgage now. So that it seems it seemed like a few follow up questions we could have for that. Well, from the question, I think they're talking about present day. Yeah. You know, and that that right there, we don't want to generalize from the right. question because you have to be able to look at the entirety of the situation. Exactly. The mindset of that individual and what they're trying to accomplish and what they would like to accomplish. Exactly. So absolutely. That's something, as you said before, uh, that individual will reach out to them after we are done tonight and try to connect them with Kirk Gregory Jr. so that he can answer that question for them. Because I think it probably could go both ways. It could probably, probably go both ways. And we want the expert. That's why we have him on <coughs> to provide that level of expertise. So we're just going to go ahead and move on. Last week, we mentioned stocks that will take off, continue to take off toward the end of the year. Uh, this week, we're going to go a different route. We know if we've been paying attention to the news that they've come up with vaccines that they are beginning to test. So they're talking about some of these vaccines that come out in January, February. So things looks, look like over the next six to eight months, they're going to return to normal. So there are some stocks out there that we want to look at as things return to normal that you can possibly invest in, that you can buy low right now because they are going to take off once things return to normal. Southwest Airline, obviously, for obvious reasons, once things return back to normal, people are going to start looking at different air. People are going to start traveling again. So you definitely want to look at Southwest Airlines. Ulta, which we all know, Ulta Beauty, people are going to start going back in the store, purchasing beauty products. We want to look at that. Royal Caribbean. So we know what that is, that people go on the... Uh, the, the cruises. So we definitely want to take a look at that as people go back out to the world, they'll start taking cruises again. Chevron Oil, General Motors, and then of course MasterCard. You know, MasterCard there, they started limiting uh, credit increases or in some cases cutting credit increases uh, when COVID started. So once that happens, they're probably going to go back to normal. So those are definitely six stocks you want to look at. Southwest Airline, Ulta, Royal, Royal Caribbean, chevron general motors and mastercard so take a look at those try to buy them low right now there are a few more on here uh like retail places like macy's target that you might want to look at also so there are a number of different stocks that we might want to take a look at as things go back to normal i'm gonna throw one one more out there disney you know disney world is going to go open back up people are probably going to go crazy when it's always solid <laughs> always solid so definitely take a look at those different stocks that I mentioned today. And like I said, look at them right now. Try to get in them as they are lower now because once thing return, things return to normal, 
they're going to go back to their normal uh prices let's try one more stab with our guests let's try to get this question to kirk gregory jr as we bring him back in the financial fridays how you doing sir i'm good i'm good i'm good you look clear i don't know what you did you look clear <laughs> thank you thank you thank you yes, sir we glad you're back go ahead so, Pat, huh? uh, we have a question for you from one of our listeners it says okay. uh if you if your whole life benefits can only pay off half of your mortgage balance would it be feasible to do so oh uh, yes whatever you can afford any help is, is good help whatever you can afford if it, even if it just pays off half of it that's half your family doesn't owe you significant other doesn't have to worry about right sounds good that's very simple we were wondering whether or not to wait and try to get the mortgage down to see if you can increase it from half to maybe 60 percent in a couple of years or something like that but you say it's feasible to go ahead and do it right now yeah so what you if you what happens is if you started today but if later on you want to increase the coverage you can but the key is to get it locked in today because we're doing nothing but getting older right. you know? even if it's two years later that you do it that's two uh, two years that's going to cause the price to go up so start it now and then you can increase or decrease the coverages okay sounds great so going back to the questions we had, I only had two more to ask. So we're going to try to get through the through, through those. So before we ask those questions, why don't you give the people your contact information just in case we get cut off again? You can call me at my cell phone number, 773-619-0649. Again, my number is 773-619-0649. And I also gave me an email address at Country Financial. Did you want to repeat that? Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's my first last name at Gregory. So it's kirk.gregory.jr at countryfinancial.com. Again, that's kirk.gregory.jr at countryfinancial.com. And I'm pretty sure either me or Mr. Hinton or Sean will put you know, my email. Because my email is kind of long with all the dots and whatnot. Yeah. But the best way to reach me, honestly, is my cell phone number. And I'm 26. I don't have any kids. I'm not I'm at Mary. So you can call me anytime between business hours, and I can take great care of you. Yes, sir. So the next two questions we have before we wrap it up, what would you say to a person who says, I can't afford life insurance right now? How do you make it affordable for, to somebody who says that? Okay. Uh, I would ask them, how much is your phone bill, your cable bill, and how much do you spend at the bar per month or any lunch? Well, we tried to get as much out. We took yeah. a little stab at it. But once again, go ahead and reiterate for the listeners and the people to go out there and make sure you share this information tonight. As soon as we're done, you can share it on your timelines. You can retweet it if you're following us on Twitter, Periscope, share it so that we won't hoard the information that's going to bless us and bless our community and bless the body of Christ. But some of the information he was reiterating right there, Elder Alonzo, can you go ahead and give it one more time? Yeah, he was basically saying that you need to look at your total uh, income and see what you're spending money on. If you can afford to do certain things like cable, go out all the time, do whatever, you can afford to do insurance because insurance is an investment, right? You can. It's a lot of areas that you can cut in that we talk about all the time. You might have to go to basic cable. You have to put what are your priorities? What's your long-term goals and what are you trying to accomplish and what can get me to achieving those financial goals? Yeah. So having capital at, at your, at your uh, exposure or at your leisure is 
important to you, you need to look at your budget and say, hey, maybe I need to cut this in here, here this here and there so, not, if, so I can afford this $50, $100 a month life insurance policy that can benefit me long term and providing capital to provide a business, to pay for my kids' school, to do home repairs, or to make sure that I leave a financial legacy. You have to decide what your priorities are and what, what's important to you and what your goals are and what you want to accomplish in the future. Absolutely. So once again, Financial Fridays brought to you each and every Friday right here, presented by Marshall Davis Ministries. Tonight, we're talking about the importance of insurance, life insurance, whether it be whole or term. It's important to begin to grab hold to that so that it can bless your life. And, and don't wait. Go ahead. And don't wait. Absolutely. Do it today. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Today. Do it today and leave a legacy. And then, look, I wish we could have Kirk. Because there is something that people don't realize. We're not just dealing with, um, we're talking about leaving a legacy from a community standpoint. You can take out a life insurance policy and you can make organizations that you're involved with as the benefactor and benefit. Yeah, definitely can and, do that. And a lot of people don't even think about that. You, you your that. legacy and not just go to your family. If you can afford it, like I said, you can start off with 10,000. 15, 20, but you can leave money that can cash out to organizations you're involved with and businesses you're involved with, non-for-profits, things of that nature. If you want to be a blessing and you want your legacy to go beyond just your family and yourself, you can do so. You can do so. avenue that we're talking about insurance tonight. So yep. open your minds, open your minds to the possibility and the things that can bring this generational wealth to our community because the opportunity is here right before us. The opportunity is here right before us right now. Let's take one more stab. Let's take one more stab. That's my brother always walking in faith. That's my brother. I am. I want to hear what Kurt Gregory has to yes, say. It's just the many avenues yes, outside of people within our family that insurance can bless others. Yes, sir. Kurt, did you hear our conversation? Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. I definitely heard the conversation. You were talking about the ripple effect. Yeah. Even though that it doesn't directly go to someone else, that it goes to an organization. If you think about it, the organization is going to provide a job for somebody else. They're going to help somebody else out. So it's not just about you. It's about everyone else that's around you. Because even if, you, if Pookie and Ray Ray got a million dollars and they do go to the bar, they give a tip to the waitress a nice tip for the waitress and that yeah. money goes to her kids to provide for her kids. It's a ripple effect, but that yeah. money has to be within our community. It has to be there. If it's not there, if the opportunity isn't there, we won't have that opportunity. You know, cause like I said, even if Pookie Mary goes to the bars and buy all the section and everything like that, some of that money don't go to good use, but it has to be there. It obviously has to be there. So life insurance is all about opportunity. If you want to leave an opportunity, not just for yourself, organization it's a way to do that hey kurt look we want to go beyond just find out your fridays we look forward to in the time when things are opening up and we're able to bring people out to marshall davis ministries for you to come in and go ahead and just do a seminar to elevate our minds and bring people into the knowledge of the opportunities that life insurance would give them for generational wealth and other opportunities that you've talked about tonight on financial fridays yes sir i'll be gladly to do that for you all Absolutely. We so appreciate you joining us today, bro. No problem. Did you all want to go to that last question? Or that, if you can answer it, go yeah. ahead. Oh, go yeah. Ahead. 
Because they got me, cause, you know, uh, I guess you want to ask the first. You want me to go ahead and explain it first? Go ahead. So you the last question was, if I had $100,000 on my work budget, what would I do with it? And I thought about it long and hard. And I've been having this idea for a long time. But like I said, life insurance is the best product that I can provide. And I see it's the answer to poverty, and it can uplift, uplift, uplift our community as a whole. So I thought about taking that money, if I had it, and I would, make a, I would create a non-for-profit organization for minority groups that have issues sometimes paying for their life insurance policy. So if it's a couple months that you know you're having a hardship, because what I've learned and what I've been told is that minorities, when we do have life insurance, when we go through a financial hardship, the first thing to go is stuff that we can't touch and see. And that's like life insurance. And I always tell my client, what's your budget? I'm like, why are you ask that? Because I want you to be comfortable because if you can't pay for it, we got to figure out a way how you can pay for it. I don't want you to overstep your, your budget boundaries. So what the nonprofit organization would do is, uh, I haven't figured out the rules and regulations because you don't want people to abuse it. But if you come into a couple months out of the year where you can't pay for your life insurance policy, this nonprofit organization would step in and pay for it on your behalf. I haven't thought to the point where, like, if we would, how would it be a loan or what the case may be, but that is the the uh, the overall that I'm coming with. And like I said, life insurance is so impactful because just what you all were talking about the ripple effect. Even if it doesn't go to your family, if it goes to an organization, you're providing jobs within the community. You're providing opportunity, and opportunity is the biggest thing. I mean, I keep saying opportunity and stressing it because that's really all it is. That's perfect word. That's the perfect word. Opportunity. That's the perfect word. So, so why don't you try to answer this question about affordability? I don't want to. I know we you you starting to go in and out. So, how can you make it affordable for people? Life insurance. I will look them in the eye, like like I said. I will look at their budget. How much money are you spending? Let's let's look. Really, you know, you spending some money on things that you probably shouldn't be able to spend, or you can you know a cut back because, like they were saying, this is an investment for you and your future. If you get whole life. You're setting yourself up for a retirement plan. If you get turned with a term premium, you're investing into a savings account because we all need help savings. I know I do. So if you had that problem, I have the price for you. So how will I think about it? We'll look, we'll look at each other face to face and we'll draw up your budget monthly. What are you spending your money on? Because honestly, I have clients that's buying $300,000 houses, have a BMW, brand new BMW. And I will say, hey, $50 a month but make sure your family will at least stay in this home right. without mortgage. And all they have to do is worry about paying utility bills monthly and the taxes every year. That's a huge burden taking off your family. Yeah. And they will say, you know what? That's too much. And you know what? I'm like, okay. And I've been thinking about, hey, do I make people feel bad? Like, hey, you told me you spent $200 on your phone bill. Is your phone bill more important than your family's livelihood? You know, and I think I'm about to start doing that because – this is real. You know, we, we always say, you know, the government's not providing or anything like that, but we want to help ourselves. And life insurance is the perfect opportunity to help ourselves. If you just put $100 to the side and something happens to you, your people don't have to pass around a plate. Your yeah. picture don't have to go fund me account. You don't have to be on, on Facebook trying to beg for money to pay for your funeral. Your 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 debt will be paid off because sometimes a lot of that debt doesn't get swiped off. Right. Some of it they got to pay. Yes, sir. So, um, so I got was, off track. <laughs> what was the question? Well, you, that was perfect. That was a great answer. You answered it perfectly. You answered it perfectly. That's kind of what we can we flowed in when you got cut off. So you answered perfectly. Kirk, 
man i'm so happy you came on today you provided some great information we definitely going to stay in contact because as pastor sean said we want to have you come out visit the ministry once everything clears up and do seminars and have people come out and talk to you and ask you questions so let's definitely stay in contact great information today this probably won't be the last time you on because I, like i said i think you have a lot to offer us in our community and that's what we want to do provide information for people to become financially healthy thank you kirk for joining us today pastor sean you can uh wrap us up hey once again financial fridays with elder alonzo hinton uh kirk gregory jr we thank you so much for joining us tonight giving us Park now, so i know you happy look let me tell you something <laughs> this was fabulous this was right up my alley because you know where i'm at in this time in this season i told you at the beginning of this year especially when covid hit my energy is for my people yes sir i'm directing the majority of my energy to my my community my people my family and uh that's where i'm at and here and let's be honest here we got a young a young brother enterprising at the beginning of his career yeah support this cat you know and I, I hate to get formal like that and relax but really he he's passionate about what he does so people like that we definitely need to support I, I can't wait to get him out because there's some other things that i know i was uh as i said before i was introduced to the i don't want to say the insurance game but i was introduced to insurance at a young age and was blessed to, to have that information given to me through my parents and my grandparents and i can say this uh the agent that i had is a fantastic agent uh uh, I think he's with us, but you know, he's battling some things. And right. as I said before, Kurt Gregory Jr. will be a perfect person for you guys to be in contact with, connect with, and, and he'll answer all your questions. And like he said before, you know, I equate insurance to salvation. I'm gonna be honest with you. Come on, preach now. You can't live without it. You can't live without it. And you can't out look, you can't outgive your insurance policy. No, Whatever you're putting into it, yes, you're gonna sir. get back way more. Yes, it's sir. like salvation. You can't outgive God. You, you, yeah. know, you can't complain about your tithes and offerings. You're preaching that, dog. Stack it up against all the blessings. Yes. yes. Forget what he's done for you after you got saved. Just go back and think about all the things he did before you before you came into the knowledge. Yes. Look, I equate insurance definitely to salvation. Wow, on the natural awesome. side, that is insurance on the spiritual side. And people of God. These are one of the avenues that we've been talking about right here on Financial Fridays for the last two months to open your minds and your thought and your heart up to how God wants to get his blessings to you. It's just another vehicle for you to establish financial stability in your life. I want to tap into it because I know one of the things that was pointed out to me at a young age is that, oh, man, I, I wish... We had Kirk Gregory on right now. Sure. I, I close with this, bro. You don't realize that when you invest, and he could explain what where your money goes and what the insurance company does with it, mm -hmm. right? And how that causes your money to grow. Because if you understood how they did that, then at the beginning of the year when you get your tax refund, you can take $2,000 from that and go ahead and sew it into insurance policy. Right. You can still pay your monthly premium that's good you're just increasing the value on just your own value. you you ministering and, to me and people don't understand the opportunities you talk about that's a really good way to invest 
Yes. Because when yeah. you understand what the insurance company does and they go out and they invest in the stock market, they invest in certain things so that they can grow your money and make money off of the premiums that you give them. Go ahead and play the game with them. Yes, sir. Play the game with them. Yes, sir. Play the game with them. yourself. Yes, Absolutely. And we'll yes, get more into that when we have Kurt Gregory out. It's just so many ways to take advantage of insurance and how it can bless our lives. Man, no, I'm, I'm too excited. I see. I see my brother excited out there. That's okay. That's I'm okay. too excited. I appreciate you for bringing Kurt Gregory to That's Financial right. Fridays. People of God, once again, share this information. Get it out there. And as I said before, maybe we can reestablish with Kirk next month and we can get into those aspects of insurance. And we're talking about understanding what, because people need to know that probably will reassure people. People want to know what their money's doing. Right. Right. People people don't realize insurance is an investment. They think money. That's what they think. Change that deal with that mindset and show them that it's not a waste that you can benefit while you're here or your family could benefit you know, once once you make that transition. Absolutely. Financial Fridays, each and every Friday, 7 p.m., Elder Alonzo Hinton. Before we go, go ahead and let them know about your company and, and all the work you're going to be doing in the future. Yes, sir. As I mention all the time, MISI Financial Literacy. The M is money management. The I is investment. The S is savings. The I is insurance. And we want to help you improve your financial health along with Financial Fridays. You can reach me at Alonzo Hinton at MISIFinancialLiteracy.org, or you can reach me at my Facebook page, MISI Financial Literacy. And if you have any questions, I definitely reach out to you and try to assist you any way I can. Absolutely. As always, go to CCCEmbassy.org to get involved and connect with everything that's going on with Chicagoland Christian Center and Marshall Davis Ministries. And we look forward to seeing you once again next Friday at 7 p.m. right here for Financial Fridays on the Facebook page of Apostle Marshall Davis and the Facebook page of Chicagoland Christian Center and also streaming at WordMD on Periscope and Twitter. You can see the show right there as well. For my brother in Christ, my partner, Elder Alonzo Hinton, did you to do. And as always, know without a shadow of a doubt that the best is yet to come. God bless you. CCCEmbassy.org live. We'll see you. Check us out Sunday morning. Apostle Marshall Davis will have a blessed word for you.